welcome to What A Week. My name is Liz Hamburger. I'm a digital product designer working in tech. And each week you'll hear about what I've got up to, what I've learned, what's been difficult, and finally, what I've achieved. This podcast is an audio version of my weekly blog post, and I hope it inspires you to stop, reflect, and think about your week too. Hello and welcome to episode one of What A Week. So something that started off as a joke earlier in the week of me recording a blog post just to test out my microphone, my new one for my meetings. And I had feedback from people saying they actually enjoyed it and they were interested in what I had to say. So with that said, I don't need that much uh, encouragement, so I thought I would try it out. So set up a podcast, I'll be trying to record each week, and hopefully this works out quite well and I don't embarrass myself. <laughs> so the name What A Week came from my sister. So me and my friends have, we have a WhatsApp group and we always send each other voice notes, mainly because we just work in different like times. So yeah it's just easier to send voice notes and generally our voice notes always start off with oh what a day or oh what a week and usually it's like Monday or Tuesday and it was kind of just an inside joke but it seemed perfect for this podcast because I write a thing called week notes and if you've not heard of week notes before they're basically well it's quite self-explanatory but they are notes about your week and so I do that quite regularly uh, used to do it quite a lot last year took a break and I'm back on it now so I thought now would be a good time to record those as well so with that done and explanations covered I'll start into this week's week notes so this week's week notes is the 12th to 16th of July the feeling of the week is busy tired yeah it's been an intense week and I'm sure you'll be able to see why later in this podcast things that I've been working on this week has been research so this has involved me and my co-worker running user interviews via zoom and also doing secondary research or desk research as I like to call it And that involves looking at other products, other software, other services that are doing similar things to the feature that we're looking at, whether that's doing that thing well or whether they're doing that thing badly, as it really helps us look at patterns and designs that are out there in the industry at the moment. I absolutely love doing user interviews, mainly because I love talking, if you haven't guessed already, but also because you learn so much about the why someone is doing something um, or why they're performing an action or like what they're trying to get done. So we had our research goal set up from the previous week, as well as a loose script to follow in case we needed any prompts during the interview because sometimes uh, users love to talk and they'll share a lot with you and then there's other times where you really need to tease out that information from a user without leading them too much. 
after speaking with users, we use a product called Dovetail and it is an amazing research tool. And so what this tool allows you to do is organize and digitize your research. So not only can you upload your video recordings, but Dovetail literally does all the hard work for you because it transcribes all of the audio notes into an editable text format for you. And you can go through them notes, highlight specific areas of text, it tags it to a video and then using those tags you can create insights around themes that you've noticed throughout the interviews. This week we also took part in a design crit with the AppSmith team which they led and over the last month or so the rival team including myself has been facilitating these conversations. It's been a really great experience to be able to pass over those rituals to the AppSmith team. We've also found that the rituals that the rival team have set up are now being mirrored within the AppSmith team and this is really reassuring because not only does that mean that we must be doing something right but it also means that the rival and AppSmith team are becoming more aligned and working as a single unit. Finally, this week ended with a research playback session with the AppSmith team. And I feel that the research playback is probably the most important part of the research phase, because if you're not sharing what you've found, not only will it be really difficult for you to get your client on board with the suggestions and the solutions that you're creating later down the line, but it can ultimately end up being a really big waste of time in the first place. So that meeting went really, really well. The AppSmith team had plenty of questions about the research and wanted to know about particular insights. And that was great to see that they were engaged with that as it's really difficult usually to find clients who are happy to spend time doing research. Things that I found difficult this week. So this week's been particularly challenging as it felt like I've been trying to spin quite a few plates at once. So I'm currently working as an individual contributor on the project, but I'm also leading the project, which involves managing my workload, also figuring out what the best use of my co-workers time is and how they can support the project. As this kind of leadership is new to me. I spent a lot of time second guessing my approach and I've questioned myself on how I could have done better in certain situations and whether I've struck the right balance between leaving room for collaboration versus being prescriptive so that the project stays on track. I've led projects before but these projects have tended to be two-week sprints and with a team that I've known for many years. This time though I'm trying to figure out how to plan a two-month long project help on board a new co-worker and keep the project moving at the same time. And the difficulty for me, I think, has been trying to keep one eye on what I'm doing today and then also trying to predict what I need to do in the following weeks and whether we need to adjust course and if so, how and when. That said, I don't want it to come across that I'm complaining about this position that I'm in. I'm super lucky to be in a leadership role, but I think it's definitely a steep learning curve and something that I'm trying to learn on the job. I think being a leader can be really difficult to learn. It's not something that you can just do a course on and then you've figured it all out. I think it comes down to having experience and yeah, just trying out different things and managing different situations. So I'm going to be a bit kinder to myself and recognize that 
this is probably the first time I'm managing or leading a different style of project. So it's okay to be unsure about what I'm doing. And as long as I'm keeping everybody happy, including myself, then it's working out just fine. Things that I've learned this week. So even though I found this week a bit challenging, I've learned things nonetheless. So first up, I had a really great session with Brendan, who's the founder of Rival on Thursday. And we talked through the struggles that I was facing, particularly around moving from the research phase into the ideation phase. And I think that struggle came down to not being sure how to turn those really valuable insights into a defined problem. And it's honestly amazing that as soon as you start speaking to someone, it really can help. I know in the developer world, they have this thing called rubber ducking. And it's this whole long story about how this guy spoke to a like plastic rubber duck on his desk because just talking something out loud can really help you think through the logic and figure things out for yourself. And I think speaking with someone, even if they don't give you the exact set of instructions on what you should do next, a good teacher really helps you figure out for yourself and point you into all the right resources. I've also learned this week that if you're feeling a bit stuck, it can help to work backwards. So for example, I was struggling to figure out the problem statement for this phase of work. And if you're not sure what a problem statement is, this is basically a sentence or two that clearly explains the problem the user is facing and what their needs are. And that can be a really great launch pad to generate solutions. I was struggling to write my problem statement as I felt like we had so many great insights and it felt that there were so many problems that we could address. So with that conversation that I had with Brendan, he advised that I work backwards. So by understanding my goal, which was to have a clear problem statement, I could then think about what would be the previous step to get to that goal. So it turns out I needed three pieces of information before I got to my problem statement. And that was to understand who the user was, to understand what their problems are and what our solution would need to do. And from this, I was able to see in a clear way that I basically hadn't written my insights very clearly and I didn't really reflect the why and what the problem was for the users. They were insights about things that they'd done or behaviors that they had, but I didn't really connect the dots about why that was actually a problem. So once I rewrote my insights to contain those elements, I was then able to theme the insights together and basically generate a problem statement. And it just goes to show that having a different perspective on a problem can really help you get to an answer and approaching it from the end goal and working backwards uh, was a great method. Things that I've achieved this week, I'm going to say launching a podcast, even if it was created on a whim. I'm hoping that that this might inspire some people. I know that I've thought about doing a video blog for a long time, but then I don't have the editing skills and I don't think I could do the time commitment either. I love blogging, I love writing, and I just felt like I wanted to share in an audio format of what I've been doing, mainly because even though I enjoy writing and reading other people's blog posts. Sometimes I really can't be bothered to read them, but I'd be more than happy to listen to the audio format of their blog. I feel like there's a lot of video blogs, but not so many podcast blogs. Anyway, I feel like I'm going off on a tangent now, so I'm going to rein it back in. 
another thing that I've achieved this week, I feel like finishing the research phase. It's been two weeks since we started this next phase of work and I think it's going really well, even if I do say so myself. Okay, so that's been my week. Thanks for listening. I really, really appreciate it. If you have any feedback for me, please reach out to me, whether that's on Twitter or Medium or however else you know me. If you search Liz Hamburger, you'll probably find me. FYI, I'm not the estate agent in America. I'm the product designer in the UK. (laughs) You can also send me a voice message on Anchor FM. So if you're feeling super brave I would absolutely love it if you could send me a voice message about how your week's been and what you've achieved what you found challenging what you've learned because I would love to include those snippets in a next episode so I've not figured out yet what my outro is going to be it took me about an hour just to do the intro so for now I'll just say thanks for joining me and I'll see you next week